0: I am unashamed. What about you? All right, welcome back to Unashamed. We still got No Zach. He's somewhere over, <laughs> somewhere in the fruited plains, being a movie mogul. As far as we know, we don't.
1: Need He's to... in LA, so uh, you know, give him a. He may need to be in our prayers. You know? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: swimming with the sharks, I guess. Ooh.
1: Hmm. The Lord works in strange ways. I mean, even with us, with our show, you know, we we basically held hands with Hollywood <laughs> to try to come up with a show that depicted Christ-like principles, yeah. even though it wasn't a show about Jesus. It was just we're we're spirit-filled people. They're filming us, and so uh, you know, a lot of the problems we had is they were trying to get us to leave our spirit-filled qualities and just do a show. And we were like, well, it doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah. This because is- they they see the world in compartments, so they're thinking, yeah, we'll just step out of that and get over yep. into this world.
1: But uh, to God's credit, we didn't budge on that, which is maybe one of the reasons— you know, success happens. That's right. So we that so Zach, we send him since he's the, I guess he's
0: the 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 smarter of our little troop here. We send him out to deal with that part of the the world. Uh,
1: well, and I did bring up that C.S. Uh, Lewis movie last podcast because yep. I do think this the movie about Phil does mirror that in that you see very few movies, well, that are Christ based anyway, but you see very few religious movies that just deal with before yeah they became a christian right so uh it's that's tricky because obviously that is not rated g yeah cuz it's gritty and real which
0: is which yeah. is the, And I
1: noticed that 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 movie uh the CS Lewis movie was rated PG-13 yeah for the same reason brother yeah whether, yeah, and he was in the war, too. They had a few wars. But, so, you know, I think, <clears throat> and, you know, there's been several
0: movies that have kind of people look at as kind of watershed movies. But I think The Passion, which has now been, you know, out a long time, but that really was the watershed movie. I mean, that movie was rated right R, and, it, and you know what? It needed to be. It has to be. When you read the end of the Gospels, Dad, your famous thing, read the last two chapters of the Gospel, you know what that's rated right R? What they did to Jesus is rated R. Oh. Yes, it's brutal. Well, and you oh. read the Old Testament; it's rated R. Rated R.
1: There's no doubt about it.
0: So I know that offends people when you say that it that way because that's a man made rating. But I'm saying by that standard, it's yeah. uh, it's brutal. I mean, it's a brutal. brutal.
1: Well, it's funny. We were gonna do a top ten uh, westerns. I think I've got that, it right here. So my well, I think now look, the it should be. So we shouldn't that? even read. it. I don't want to give them credit. <laughs> But we don't know exactly where it came from. It doesn't matter. They, you can't, here's my, we're having an argument here, and arguments are fun. You can't have a top 10 Westerns by whomever. Whomever. If you leave out the greatest Western ever, which I also think it was rated R, but you can watch the TV version. It's not even on the list, Al. So this list should be burned. <laughs> we'll burn it. It should not be given. We'll burn it, but I've got to read Don't it. do it. It I'm doesn't it. <laughs> have the outlaw Josie Wells on it. It's not on there, which is the first thing I look for when it, when I got it. But, but we'll Al, see. Th- this has no bearing. They have lost all credibility. So
0: according to some people, this is the top ten Westerns ever made. Number 10, 310 to Yuma, which is interesting. They have the two thousand seven version which was the remake with Russell Crowe but the original had Yule Brenner. Do you remember that? The original Yeah Crow but favorite? I love I love that movie. I love the Russell Crowe uh I thought version. the I thought the remake was actually better than the original. Did you? Yep. Yeah I thought it was good. And the other little guy, what's his name? The little short little actor, he was really good at it too. Um the Magnificent Seven Loved it. Loved That's, the remake better. And they had the original. Denzel That's, Washington. Yeah, they, I like the original. And the uh, Chris Pratt was in the remake too. I like the remake better.
1: It's good.
0: A fistful of dollars. Yep. Sixty four. That was a Eastwood. That and was. You a got good the one. fistful of dollars, and you don't have Outlaw Josie Wells. <laughs> High Noon, nineteen fifty two. haven't seen that. I don't remember who that. I don't either. The Wild Bunch, nineteen sixty nine. Butch cast in the Sundance Kid, also 69. That was pretty. I mean, good. was that really a Western? I guess it was. It was. Yeah. Django Unchained. Haven't seen it. 2012. I've seen it. It's, I don't know. Unforgiven. Yeah, that was good. Excellent. It was good. That was Eastwood's kind of finale, yeah. his swan song. Once Upon a Time in the West, number two. No, that, I agree with that. That's a great one. That, that was. Uh,
1: Henry Fonda and uh, in, uh Harmonica. Charles Bronson. It's real slow. Look, Missy almost that came up on the little whatever. And uh, I said, one of the greatest movies ever. She said, Let's watch it. I said, You're not gonna like this movie. She said, No, I like well. I mean, I, I said, babe, you are not it's really slow. It is a slow mo- It's an awesome movie, but she, she got mad at me because I said I know she's going to get 30 minutes into it. What's the harmonica? Why is he blowing? Why, why is he why is he on the harmonica? Wait for it. <laughs> but you got to wait two and a half hours for it. Even the fly scene is long, but it's so worth oh, it. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, bug eyes. <laughs> that you wanna, Ernest yeah.
0: Borden. Yeah. That, when, that he, when
1: he caught that fly, because this is the kind of stuff we do in a duck blind. Yeah. Stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he's looking at that. Trying to see if that fly, he was shaking that barrel to see if that fly, and then he would smile. You know, was
2: that just an Italian? I want actor? to go in the barrel? He he, listening to him. Then mm. then it, then, it, then it stopped. He went.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking.
0: So they had that as number yeah, two. The, the water dripping on the hat. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Is number one.
1: Well, I would put that in the top five, obviously. Which, again... But you left out two, two movies that is a travesty. We go, we'll throw that away since you, it was... Throw it away because you left out the Lord Josie will, and they should have had fit uh, one of Phil's favorites, Valdez. Is Valdez coming. is coming. Yeah. I have so. used the line in that movie... Hundreds of times in various places from Walmart to gas stations to conflicts and, you know, events I've done that, you know, I'm like $200 for the family. You know, <laughs> it's a standard price that which he was he was ask, asking for a $100. I mean, this they had done something wrong. They killed this this woman's husband I don't want to give away the whole movie but since she was not a person you know it was a it's really about uh you know racism and and she, she was just an Indian woman and nobody cared for her. but he was like he was an ex-law man and he was like this is just not right you you made a mistake and everybody just went oops and and swept it under the the rug and he's like you should pay this. Well, at least do something for your crime. There should be payment here. And so he was trying. He was trying to get two hundred dollars for the injustice that had happened to her. That's what the whole movie is about.
2: Oh yeah. So I, another they finally one. got him hemmed up, and and the in this standoff. You know, don't, don't
1: don't give away the whole movie. Yeah, because it's good. Yep. It is good. Uh, Tombstone
0: is another one that probably should have been on the list.
1: It should be just because of the lines. That I mean, are it, in, it, in that, terms of
0: writing and lines, and and some of the performances were. I mean, stupid.
1: it was a little cheesy, but it was yeah. a little over the top. I mean, these more realistic ones are—I would say real realistic—just the kind of the spaghetti Western type. I mean, I just like once upon a time in the West and the Good, Bad, and the Ugly. It's just hard to top that. I don't know it, the the camera work and the the music, and yeah. it was just on another level. Yeah. And but but you know you made a good point
0: they were long and they were they were kind of slow they were tied together with
1: scenes you know like dramatic. Well it's what's not happening in movies today and I do think that's why The Chosen is so good is that you get lost in it even though they're not that long but it's like if you you can watch three episodes back to I watched three episodes last night and Missy watches she watches episodes every week, the same one. She goes back and and she because she gets lost in it, yeah. and through her faith, it's it's making uh you know what her faith is more realistic in in a in an emotional way, in a connecting way. So uh, I think that's why it's so good. Yeah. It, it of course they have the you know a a budget and the time, and without any kind of uh force over them that is that is neglecting what they can do right so uh and that's why movies used to be now they just spit them out they're just little i mean it's hard to find a good movie anymore
2: it, it, it's it's horrible we're running out of good actors well i think they're there they, they whole, no longer go yeah, to locations going back to the 60s that that the last 40 50 years they're going in they pretty well had it down. Well, and that's why they're. Well, re- you
1: have good actors. They just they do it at, at a. They don't go to locations anymore. Yeah, I mean they went all those movies we just talked about. They went all over the place, right. make, making it look realistic. They just have a set and they go in there and spit it out and they film it in a couple months, edit it. Well, and, and then like this tragedy that happened to this
0: Alec Baldwin film, all this happened because they were trying to do it cheap and fast. And mm-hmm. so they hired people, obviously, that weren't up to standard, and, and they, you know, tragedy strikes. That was dumb. Yeah, you ha- have these terrible things that happen. So, I mean, they were trying to do a Western there, but you saw they were doing it. They were trying to create the whole thing in this one little bitty place and, yeah. you know, didn't have quality people there either, so.
1: I mean, look, I, I'm doing currently a show, you know, the treasure hunting show, and y'all been – you know, our listeners have been instrumental in making, you know, season one a success and we're working on season two. We're getting toward the end of, of filming season two. But it's Unashamed
0: Nation is the reason there is a show. Oh, it never no would go. have happened.
1: Y'all y'all are y'all are doing it and I'm I'm really, you know, not regretting it, but I'm working my rear <laughs> off for you all because 'Cause I'm gonna tell you It's your fault unashamed nation. The reason it's so challenging is cause we are going to these? You have to locations. go, yeah. And look, we're we send you know. So that'll a be scout. a very
0: interesting show if you're just doing the whole thing in your backyard. Jace. It's going to get old. But up.
1: on paper, you think, well, this is easy. You're going down there when you go to a location where other people are involved on a weekly basis. You know, it's just a series of challenges because you never really know till you get there. And you, you know, we're fine trying to find stuff in the ground and whatever we find, we find. It, it's really challenging. It's not the cheap easy way to do it It, it's we're doing it the hard way so maybe there is something to that translating to good tv you know right so
0: well and look you 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 go into it like any production with ideas and here's what we want to accomplish but in the case of a show like your show some things are happening in real time
1: that you didn't plan on and so then then you got to run that that's, out. that's the way it's worked. It's really, it's, it's really challenging. I mean, like, because some places we go, we think it's going to be a slam dunk. We're just going to be finding all these treasures, and it's never discovered. And then you get there, and you're like, what happened? Either somebody's been here before, <laughs> or so then what do you do? Well, you pivot. Yeah. And there's been some locations we went, and we left. We just said, nope. Yep, didn't not, didn't there, pan out. There's nothing here. So... Uh, well, I'm really...
0: Looking forward to watching the episode I was on, and not just because I'm on it, but because of all the things that happened that I wasn't involved in. Just because it's really uh, interesting. So
1: yeah, I think that was one of the better. There was a lot of things. What's weird about that is we that was kind of one we had a plan on. Yeah, and a lot of interesting. And man. a lot of things yeah. happened that were not planned, and you saw how it happens. All of a sudden, we just went with it. Yeah, and this is this is. Became the story. I know. I'm excited to to see
0: that on on the screen. So we appreciate your your hard work, guys. I'm glad we get to work around it. Uh, let's take a break. So we know uh, we started a small business. You want your small business to become a bigger business, and one day to be a big business. That's how we grow. Uh, that's how we pass it on to uh, the future. And uh, one of our sponsors is a group called Netsuite. And uh, they help give you the visibility and the control you need to make better decisions faster. And that's what we need to grow a business. For the first time in NetSuite's 22 years as the number one cloud financial system, you can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. So there's no payment, no interest for six months. Uh, You can take advantage of this special financing offer today. Um, They're going to give you full NetSuite implementation for six months They're number one because they give your business everything you need in real time and in one place to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. And that's the best that they do. They pull it all together for you. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite. They've gained visibility and control over their financials, their inventory, their HR, and their e-commerce, and much more. So if you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, you know this deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com slash fill. N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E, com slash fill. Get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm. Netsuite.com slash fill. So... Uh, We've uh, expanded our staff a little bit, so we've uh, since Zach is not here, um, we've come up with a new a new segment, Jace. When mm-hmm. uh, Zach normally comes up with a big word, I'm glad y'all consulted <laughs> me about the new segment. Yeah, we're, we it's just, first time I'm hearing it. I know we're gonna throw this. In. This is the new segment is called Jace's Word of the Week. Jace's
1: Word. Jace's of the week. Word of the Week. Do you have a word? I have a word. Uh, well, here's of, my question. One of our
0: crack staff has come if up. with If it's this,
1: right? my word for the week. Wouldn't I be the one coming up with the word? No, no.
0: This word will be given to you and then you can then you can decide whether you want to use it or not.
1: I'm right. not sure I like this arrangement.
0: <laughs> and normally we've been doing this naturally because Zach will come up with your word of the week, but now one of our staff is doing it. So here's the word. Okay. Antinomianism. Anti Can you use it in a sentence? I can. So
2: anti what? Antinomianism. No man doesn't. Never heard. of Are there of the word. any? Here's other. I've been other, on the earth seventy six years. And are there never any heard other? It. You want me to define it or use in the sentence? Are verbiage? there?
1: Are there any other pronunciations of the word? No, this is it. Uh, in, you've never figured out why I do this. This is a reference to the spelling bee that happens every year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. So here's here here
0: this word. Here's it used in a sentence. In his nineteen oh no, excuse me. In his fifteen thirty nine book, Luther. Contrast antinomianism with the true gospel, stressing that law is good and drives us to Christ and to daily repentance. So that's well,
1: that's it in a sentence. That is true, and that is good because we can't keep the law. But I think we need to simplify that. <laughs> All right,
0: here's the I'm definition. A... It's a noun, antinomianism. It's 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 a theology. It's the belief that Christians. By virtue of divine grace, are freed not only from biblical law and church prescribed
1: behavioral norms but also from all moral law. The problem I have with these scholars and these people that come up with these words is that the definition doesn't it doesn't match the word. I mean, first of all, I don't like anti I mean when I usually see anti, i'm like, ooh." <laughs> The Antichrist. You're anti, anti. Well, and now this anti is anti-nomianism. a nomianism. So we need a uh, we need to shorten this up. <coughs> so I would this is say. Jace shortening up his word of the week. Anti
0: nomianism,
1: and usually isms a bad thing. Yep. So you got two. Yeah. You know, you know, what's like? your little rift on isms? Yeah. What do you th- say you, about you, isms? What, what's your ism?
2: Uh, I've forgotten. <laughs> Oh man, that, that's one of
1: my favorite things you
2: do. Oh, 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 just looking at it uh, <laughs> logically, having studied the Bible to you know to great extent. In other words, always remember this stay away from the isms, there you go. do not get gathered up in the isms, hollow philosophy, and that's the isms. They just put well, their-
0: what are your two isms you, you hang on? You said you mm-hmm. hang on baptism and capitalism.
2: <laughs> yeah, baptism yeah. and capitalism. <laughs>
1: well, I think he said capitalism. And I think Missy's the one that said, "Well, what about baptism?" And Phil went, "Okay, we'll add That's that one too. to the list. Yeah. That one's in." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. All away from the isms. Yeah. So it does have an anti and an ism, is it in it? And uh, so I don't. Sh- I'm not sure how I could. I could uh, shorten this word up, stressing that the law is is good in that it drives us to Christ to daily repentance. So, so Luther was he didn't agree with it.
0: I don't guess he didn't. It didn't sound like he did. He was in, he was not a. Well, I thought that's what it was saying. No, he was saying he was against that. He he believed in moral, the idea of moral law. He says the gospel drives us to do the right thing. Is what? He
1: well, said. that's that's what I thought this was.
0: No, it's saying you don't have to do anything. Oh. Basically,
1: basically, well, it's this not a positive. Well, I was agreeing no, with a... what Luther said. Right. Well, Luther is well, saying. Why would he I want to use this word if it's not? Well, it's just. I it was... <laughs> so just take out the anti, and so, the ism, and right. I think you have it. <laughs> Nomian. You're you're a nomian. I'm a nomian. You're a gnomon. <laughs> That's
2: right. <laughs> I would simply say nomian. to that guy what he came up with there, <laughs> nomanism. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. So it's it's a little it's a little bit uh, tricky. When you when you read it that way, you know there, you know when Jesus said, "My blood will remove your sins," you are going to have to die to the law of sin, die to that, and you're given God's spirit, the law of the spirit of life. For what the law was powerless to do, and that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering, and so He condemned sin in sinful men in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not have, who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. So we're not under a law, Correct. except it's the law. We died to it when we were baptized. We died to the law and was buried and we come up sealed with the spirit. Now we live by the law of the spirit. Every little detail, every little mistake is not counted against you. Get up. Let's go. Let's go. Keep going. Keep going. You know, you have God's spirit in you. You know, that we make mistakes. He prepared us for that. So He he's there 24-7. He's not holding your sins against you. Make it your ambition to do good. Be good. Love God. Love your neighbor. When you blow it and you make a mistake, he's at the right hand of the Father. It's called grace, and it's far better than carrying out beginning with the law of Moses. Far greater. Well it's and it's the Romans 6. He
0: says, you know, when Paul said we've died to sin, how, how do we live it any longer? That's we don't it. because that's we it. died to that. Exactly.
2: He gives you a time and a place where that took place. He does. Pretty and cool. It is very
0: cool. And which is was Luther's point. He says that's what that's what living by the Spirit means. Yep. Your point, the way you put it is
2: we live for good. We, we don't live for evil. Just do good. That's exactly right. By the way, when you when you get to where, you, where you're headed with First Peter. Yep, that's so where we're headed, First Peter 3.8. It's 8. pretty interesting, you know, whoever you are called so that you may inherit a compassionate and humble love, and brother, whoever would live and will see good days and keep his tongue from evil and his speech, he must turn from evil when you come to Christ and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. Just go around doing good. How can you blow it? God's made it, relatively speaking, easy for us. He's he's, 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 he's taken away having to be perfect. He said, I am your perfection. I'll, I'll pay for your sin. So all you do, just turn from evil and do what's good. I gave, I've given two lessons in a row White Ferry road one and actually there was a there was a slight standing ovation after I gave that the other day and then it amazing out of something as simple as that and yet it's profound in our in our world today yeah. but you know you see these the whole uh, book of Titus is just that do good, do good do good do good do good do good do good do good, do good at well, every an, angle and it well it, it's amazing that because it stands out so much
0: now. Because there's there's whole swaths of the country where you
2: have people that they don't even know what good is anymore. That's why it's I, it's I I got to reading through the Bible and I saw so much about it. I said, you know what? We don't preach on just being good too much. I've never heard an in depth lesson on it, I don't think. It is Right. I don't know why, but It's in there a lot though. It's in there a whole lot.
1: Right. No, looking up this anti-nomineism <laughs> is uh, basically it was kind of saying you have a license to sin, you know, right. which is goes to that Romans 6. So we're nomads doing nomian things <laughs> based on grace. That's right. <laughs> nomads. How about that? Yeah. I'm trying to go to 1 Peter here. We're strangers, aliens, nomads. That's it. Doing nomian things, grace-filled things based on grace. I mean, Romans six, I think, would be the answer to the anti-nominalist. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. yeah. I just made up another
2: word. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: all we needed was the word of the day, and now Jesus is yeah. expanded I don't the book. Usually, like words that long, because you I can't mean, use it. Think how probably. many
2: times, Art, you're living up, you're following Jesus faithfully. How many times would this come back? Come, come. You'd have to deal with it. Do not repay evil with evil, or insult with for insult.
1: Yeah, you're somebody, in somebody you're in First Peter three nine.
2: Yeah. yeah. Other words, you, you, you say, well, you know, I have to have an answer for somebody when you disagree with him, and so you, he insults you, so you come back and insult him, and you've seen it in all your life on how that just mushrooms into worse and worse. That you think you have to to do that. But just your response would be with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessed. Whoever will love life and see good days, keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. All those things are there, but that's way better being in a situation where you're not under law. Where one one misstep, you're dead, and everybody is there at some point in their life. Well, and his overall theme and, is and, I the mean, submission. You'd say, Well, how much better is it now, what I do now, since I've obeyed the gospel. I believe Jesus died from me. I believe he ran me from there. But what what I need to do? And you're like, Good. They're like, What? I said, just do good. You'll be all right. Yeah, but I
1: think it's in How the, hard
2: it, could that be? It, it,
1: well, it evidently it's harder than oh, than you think. Is it <laughs> but harder? I'm saying I think what's hard about it is he has this under the headings of these different ways you submit. Yep. You know, he, in chapter two, I mean he was talking about even it's very difficult to submit to the governing authorities, obviously. It's very hard to submit if especially if you're in a work environment where you're being mistreated. Yeah, you you're Somebody comes mistreated. to me and says,
2: what about that old Jason, old Jason Robertson down there? Or what about old Al Robertson? <laughs> what, about old, what about old Zach? You say, they're good. They do good. You say, what? You say, they're good men. What about this woman? I say, she's a good woman. Good woman. And instead of th- thrashing through the thickets to look for mistakes, you just are saying, do good. You're doing good. Don't help, don't let it get you down. Hey, life's full of trouble, short and full of trouble. Just do good.
1: Well, he gives some a good interest.
2: reputation. Let's take a break, then. So, on
0: this podcast, we talk a lot about eternal life insurance, but also it's important to talk about life insurance, uh, especially I'm getting at that age, Dad, where I have to be thinking ahead for my family and uh, want to make sure that they're taken care of. Uh, Lisa, especially, you never know uh, who's going to go first, but I want to make sure that, that, that I'm taken care of and covered. So one of our sponsors is a group called Policy Genius, and uh, they're really helping us to be able to find life insurance. Um, they're going to help us find the best deals. Um, with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $39 a month with $2 million worth of coverage. Some options uh, offer coverage as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They were built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers with just a few clicks to find your lowest price. They've got licensed agents who can help you find the best fit, for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means that they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There's no added fees. Your personal details are private, so they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net, and you deserve a smarter way to find and to buy it. Head to policygenius.com slash phil or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com Phil. Well,
1: he gives some interesting qualities, especially under the submission guys here, because he's saying be sympathetic, which is... Not my first instinct in any situation. <laughs> I mean, these are hard oh, things. These and are lessons to be learned, though,
2: Yeah, Lesson to be learned here. And it's... they are and, and on something. What would you say? What was the problem? Sympathetic? He said, finally. All, so he has
1: the, yeah. the situations with, you know, the, the classes.
0: He's done that, about that we, four or five that, things. He
1: gets to scenario. wives and husbands. Yeah. I mean, this is a... This would be a suitcase sermon. Oh, it's Our a brutal, culture, brutal stretch. <laughs> which oh. is why people, scholars do not cover this. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but it's under the guise of, you know, suffering for doing the right thing and being in bad situations and still finding your, your faith in Christ in this. And whether you're being insulted or persecuted or mistreated or. And, you know, just people don't like this. This is not. This is not stuff that people are sitting in the pew saying, Oh, this sounds, when, great. When this your sounds name,
2: awesome. When your name comes up on the board, when your name, what about this person? You look and you say they do a lot of good. They do some a lot of good work. They they're good, good people.
1: Yeah, but Phil, it's what a, is that based statement. on? It's based on, you know, God has He's transform your heart to be. They don't. They're unselfish. not being
2: good to be saved. They're doing but good because they are saved. Well, exactly. That's the difference.
0: Well, even that thought for, for sympathy just live in harmony <clears throat> with one another. This is sometimes it's hard for people to grasp because they don't know what a harmony is. But we we all grew up in singing a cappella. We know what harmony means. Harmony means when voices come together that sound good. That's harmony. Yep. People know how to sing.
1: But when you look at neighborhoods, there's not a lot of harmony. Not much harmony. Going on. It's
0: a lot of screechy. Uh, Virtually no <laughs> harmony. It's screaming. It's, it's screaming and yelling and yeah. yow, shooting. and I mean, it's it's chaos.
1: Yeah. But look at the qualities he's saying. Love his brothers, be compassionate and humble. Because now, now he's just addressing humanity. I mean, he had so, the different situations, the most difficult things. In the classes of people, the government, the in marriages, where things are tough, and, but it's the same qualities. You humble yourself. You're compassionate. You're sympathetic. I mean, these are not easy things to do. So then it goes on to say, we don't repay evil with evil, which is very. If we just followed this rule, society would be way better. Oh, good. Right. Insult with insult. Somebody insults you. What do you do? You insult them back. But with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit blessings. blessing. So it tells you a lot of reasons why people are not receiving blessings from
2: God. I think the point is, Jace, and it's a good one, verse 13, when you get to it, who's going to harm you if you're eager to do good? Well, there has to be an answer. There has to be an answer. Who's going to harm well, you? Well, a lot of people, but yeah, I think now, you, you a lot of people. A lot but, of people have a lot of trouble when they're going around insult for insult, and they up in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women and that stuff, and all that stuff. How they got to be dressed, and it's a yeah, yeah. But What's I,
1: well, I think he's sarcastic. Who's going to harm you? I think you- he's sarcastically saying <laughs> <laughs> that it's a reference to when. This is my opinion; I could be wrong. But when he said. uh You know, you remember when he was sent out the 12 and he was going to give them this new power, but he was like sending them out with no weapons, no food. And, well, you know, they're looking around like. You have to have a man for himself. uh, (laughs) This could go bad. I mean, could you you know, one of the episodes of The Chosen I watched depicted that and they were like, one of them said, I mean. We could be killed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it wasn't funny, but it—you could tell—they really captured that moment. You know what the H- kicker is? is? It hit them. You, you, the person that's writing this, as far as we can tell, Jesus told him how he was going to die, and it was brutal. It's well, exactly. Brutal. And you say these were people. Most of these people died for the cause. Well, exactly. But it—who's going but, to? Having you that say, hit them. It's not like they're not out there to, waiting for you. And it happened not long
1: after he wrote. But his yeah. response, if you'll remember, was he said, "Don't be, you know, afraid of those who can kill the body, but those who can kill the soul and throw it into hell." I think it's the same vein here. Who's going to harm you? I mean, the whole thing is about people harming you. There's a lot of people who's going to harm you, but he's saying, "You, you have a protector in heaven." In the end because he goes on to say but you're even deaf, if you, you should suffer win. if yep. you should suffer for what is right you're blessed. Yep. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. I think it's the same. So what how do you not fear what they fear? Well, most people fear physical death. That, that's how people take over the world. Yeah. That's what terrorists are all about. They go in there and they threaten your way of life by killing you.
0: But even even the fear, let's take another break.
2: We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at prestonwood.org/slash chosen.
0: Even the fear, of injustice and being wronged, people. There's a deep fear people have of like I don't want exactly. to be taken advantage
2: of. I mean, you see Plus, people; you can't go they across, get angry about which, that, will You they? Can't go across the land with a bible in one hand and just just ripping to shreds every body and everything that's evil. Oh, you, at some point, you know, he's going to get down there. Just you know, you, you set apart. Christ but, is Lord. But before you get that, but look, people don't
1: people in the in the audience at churches don't like a sermon saying, "Look, be prepared for injustice." Cuz then you're being like Jesus. Yeah. Well, nobody wants that. Right. No, well, like, well, no, nah, I I didn't sign up for this. Right. We need to do something about this yeah. right? and and that that's that's what I said. People are not being sympathetic uh when you apply this to that. I'm talking about injustice and I mean, it, it's just not happening. But his Especially, whole point, Jay's today,
0: and our because yeah. this idea of social justice is is fueling. And look, I'm not talking about just in the world. I'm talking about churches. What you wouldn't want? They wanna... have they have bought into
2: this thing. Oh,
0: exactly. Into this, you know, message. it's
2: like you walk up and you know, and some poor little old lady walks in there and looks down, and some visitors have sat down where she usually sits, and she said, "You, you need to move. This is where I sit." And they're like, do, do what? I mean, you, you you tell somebody they have to be seated somewhere else because where they're seated is where you are seated every Sunday morning. And they make an issue of it. That's a bad – that's oh, a bad – you're not doing good there. You're stirring uh, up trouble that you don't uh, – and, you,
0: and, you, uh, and, and you're the bad guy when you're like, well, that's just a little old lady there. No, yeah. that's you're entrenched. You, you so Don't do that. Don't be that.
1: Yeah. So then he says, if you should suffer for what is right, you're blessed. That's just a very hard teaching. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. Which uh, this has a quote from Isaiah 8.12. I don't know if you've looked at that, but is that a quote from Isaiah 8.12? I guess it is. Yeah.
0: In fact, uh, we had quoted earlier in that same Isaiah 8.14 was... um, Earlier in First Peter two, the stone that causes
1: men to stumble. Oh, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah, that was. Let me a... read this. It says so verse eleven says the Lord spoke to me with a strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of the people, which is just we could just leave it there. Mm. You know, yeah. I mean, because you're getting your the way you you're who you're following is from the Lord. Yeah. He said, do not call conspiracy everything that these people call conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah.
0: No, and that's that same thing about following the crowd.
1: Is the concept and the idea well, and the conspiracy, and basically, look, even our nation—it's a divided nation—and you're just ganging up on each other, throwing haymakers. But you know, in Christ, it's just different. And that's and, the, uh, that is the answer, to this. I mean, that's why it's the,
0: earlier when he talks about a holy nation—it's it's a nation within a nation. The the unifier is Christ, and the politics are, are secondary. When you get and, that out of whack, when you, you we start talking in terms of election cycles instead of-
1: And what drives it all, Al? Conspiracies. That's exactly right. And, and I mean, look, there is you just go to any social media outlet. I hadn't been there in a while, but- And you'll find the I latest- I have been there ever. The latest <laughs> conspiracy, you know? So you have this- So let's just take what just happened. So somebody looks up and says, hey, there's a balloon over South Carolina- <laughs> And so people are like, well, there's a conspiracy. Where? I guarantee it's from China. And well, it turns out it was from China. Yep. So then what happened was the pressure mounted on the White House because they're like, China has sent a balloon over here and it's spying on us. Went all the way across the country. So then all of a sudden everybody's like, well, the, I mean, people are running out in the streets. We're being watched. <laughs> the Gulf. And look, you had a battle on the two, wherever, which side of the argument you were on. Because I was thinking in the back of my mind, where' well, shoot that thing down. I mean, I was just completely thinking as a U.S. citizen because you didn't ask our And permission. if it had come over your house, if it would have been low enough, you would have gladly shot it down. Nominate me. <laughs> I'm good. Look, some people are good at long shots. I'm like, I would have loved <laughs> to set up with a sniper rifle, let's shoot and, that and that. let's just all do it as it you know have some fire. There would have been about a hundred million, hundred million. Would have, it, that would have been a better way to do it. That's just right. sent out a public service announcement. Whoever is interested as a U.S. citizen in bringing this down, bring your gun to the beach of South Carolina. <laughs> right. It'd have been, it been awesome. So the pressure mounts. So guess what? They shoot it down because it politically they're like, I mean, you can't. Well, the, the crowd is getting restless, you know. So then what I'm saying is then all the conspiracies come up because uh, I asked Missy the other day, I said, Are they still talking about that balloon? She said, oh, yeah, they shot it down. I was like, I wasn't even aware they shot it down. Oh, yeah, and they're looking for it because I, I was thinking, well, that's a TV show up, uh, idea. Yeah. But dang it, they're already looking for it. Yeah. I could see Si saying, all right, boys, <laughs> I got a mission for I you. I wonder
2: what the final yeah. remains of the balloon look like.
1: Well, I'd love to know. But what I was saying is more conspiracy, uh, because people got mad, angry. It made good TV. All the news channels went yeah. to it. It, it, it all. Where's it at today? So when you think about a passage like this, you know, you cut, you, you, don't look. I, I think it's, it's okay to give your opinion on it. I gave
2: mine. You know, I'd have shot it down. way. well, the God of heaven is placed in a position. Where the seven point two billion are under his watch at all times. But my that was my point. I was
1: I'm not going to panic because China's spying on us. By the way, this isn't the first time
0: China's spied on the U.S. Well, exactly. Oh. <laughs> well, I got a news flash for you. They got satellites coming over.
2: Oh, well, so all I'm saying take it
1: for what it is. But look, if you're out with a sign over this on the street and you're hollering, you you. you You've missed something here about life. That's right. You, you know, but I, look, there, uh, there are people doing that. Oh, yeah. that. That,
2: And so I think
1: there's Be a difference.
2: Are to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. Just You don't have to just beat them over the head with it. Well, and that, that verse really does crystallize well,
1: our response. But it also says, set apart Christ as Lord. I mean. Right your your jesus, jesus is our message it, it's not a we're not we're not going out here sharing our views on you know the political spectrum you're you're sharing jesus you're introducing and jesus changes how we view the kingdoms and the earth and What's beyond the earth? That that's why you know a sister passage to this first Peter is we don't grieve like the rest of men. That's right. We don't fear like the rest of men, and we don't grieve like the rest of men. Because what happens? People die. Right. Christians die. Uh suffering happens. People, Christians die from unjust suffering. And you say, Well, how are you gonna grieve? Well, I'm not gonna grieve like the rest of men.
2: And w- what is
1: implied there?
2: Sometimes if you point someone to Jesus although he doesn't think anything about it too much and doesn't move on it. But this dude, this happened in the past, I found out here yesterday or today before, but finally this guy, all of a sudden, he has five years after, I, I don't know what I said about Jesus, but I pointed him to Jesus for some reason because he was a human being. So five years later, he has a massive heart attack, survives a heart attack. He said, the first place I went when I could get on my feet was the church building and tell him I wanted to obey the gospel right then. He said it woke me up. But at least he had I gave him the opportunity to what he ought to do before he had the heart attack. When he had the heart attack, he moved on it. Yeah. Which I thought, you know what? That's a good ending.
0: Well, it's it's funny, Dad, because uh let's take our last point. Um Yesterday after I, I preached, I was meeting some – we had a lot of people visiting, you know, yep. went to your class and we're there. And so uh, there was a – Yeah, general, that was a good group, by the way. Yeah, it was great. And uh, one guy came up to me. All over the United States. hmm One guy came up to me and he said, uh, you know, when y'all filmed your – we all were filming your other show, your duck show. He said, do y'all remember filming an episode up on Lake Darbo? I said, yeah, I, I remember that. I was in that episode. And he said, well – I had the little house right next to the house that y'all were that was your lake house, you know, he kind of did the air quotes because we didn't really have one, but they had a setup in one. And uh he said, I was in the house in no door. He said, Of course I was he said I was a drunk back then. He said I used to drink a fifth of whiskey every day. He said, So I was drunk the whole time y'all were there. He said, but I met some of y'all's family. He said, but I tried to meet your youngest brother, but he wouldn't have anything to do with me. I said, Really? I said yeah. he said, Yeah, he says probably because I was drunk. And I said, oh, okay. yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. And I, I wasn't sure where this was going. And he said, you know, I just wanted to come today and apologize about that. He said, I got my life straightened out. I came to Christ. He said, I've been sober for a year in two weeks. He said, and I just wanted to come and apologize to your family. He said, you know, I wish I'd have been sober back then. It would have been a lot more fun to watch y'all film that episode. I said, well, man, I said, I'm glad you're here today. I said, I'm glad you're sober, and I, I accept your apology yeah. for the family. And I said, when I see old Jepico, I'll tell him. You never know where the
2: word is going I to be. I mean, reach. he
0: felt compelled to drive to, to our church to tell me that. And, and I, you know, well, I wanted him to know. I, you that's know, I why
2: you it. shouldn't be afraid to tell somebody about Jesus. That's exactly <laughs> you right. Know, you know.
1: With what the. Text says, you know, the second part of uh, 15 where it says, but do this with gentleness and respect. You know, always give a give a reason. And this is this is one of the few verses that I have memorized just by constant use. But yep. you know, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone. I ask you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander." So I think your three-point sermon now, is we don't fear what they fear, yep. we don't grieve like they grieve, yep. and we're unashamed, which that's what you know we're doing here. But when you look at the opposite of that, you being unashamed that Christ is Lord, brings shame to people who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ. Yeah, that's right. And they look—you're going to be slandered. I'm sure the guy who was drunk probably said a few slanderous things because that's. Well, what he probably
0: do. he probably spoke ill of. That's Jeff's what I'm saying. Behavior yeah, until yeah. until he realized it was him. It wasn't jail. That's right. And then he recognized it. And but it was funny, Jace, is you know at the end of my sermon, I quoted this verse. Hmm. In my sermon, because I because I said if people wonder what my purpose is in life, and then I just quoted this verse. Yeah, as here's my purpose. My purpose is when I'm going to set apart Christ as Lord. And when someone asks me for the hope that I have, you know, I'm going to share it with them. And then, but I'm going to do it with gentleness and respect. I'm going to have a clear conscience, yep, you know, and as I go forward. So, and it was funny, this, this gentleman had come that day to apologize for his behavior because he had spoken maliciously about yeah. one of our family members.
1: But it goes back too, to That more makes than,
0: that texture come to it life. It really did. It all happened in one But It's shot. even
1: more than gentleness and respect. He's giving you these qualities about living in harmony and being sympathetic and uh, and humble and compassionate in these situations where even if you're suffering an injustice, you know, for the sake of Christ, he's like, you're going to be blessed because of that. And I mean, I take a lot of comfort in that. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it's hard to be bold, and I mean, we've been mocked and scared. I mean, you can go to any kind of social media platform, and you'll find you know half a dozen people throwing haymakers at us for whatever reason, and making up most of it. But you know, that may have bothered me when I was you know twenty one, but at this stage, I realize that it's more a reflection on their condition on the earth. Look, if you don't have Jesus, you're basically trapped and doomed. Yeah. I mean, just think about your condition Always. without a hope of the afterlife, without a hope of injustices being made right, uh, without a hope of forgiveness, of, of having a place where you belong, you know, this And belonging? it's right there
2: in front of you.
1: Yeah. Not having a community and that's a right. unity within that that's going to span forever. Well, well, no wonder you're throwing haymakers. It's a reflection of your own condition. That's right.
0: I asked the, the guy yesterday, I said, well, what, what, what got to you? What, you know, what, what got you on the right path? What got you to Christ? He said, well, I was working off someplace, and um, he said, I was, I was crossing the streets He said, you know, I was drunk. He said, I was crossing the street. I got hit by a car. He said, you know, and. They took my spleen. They took this, that, and the other, and part of my pancreas. And he said, "You know," he said, "I realized laying there in that hospital bed that I got, I had one more shot to get this right. If I survived it, if I didn't, I was a goner." And he said, "So I told the Almighty, laying on that bed, if if I get out of this, I'm turning to you." And he, that'd have been a year ago. And he did, and he turned it around. And I, he said, "I said, well, that was your wake up call." He said, "Oh, I'm, I'm awake." <laughs> I said, well, good. but I, I mean, it was exciting because it was like you, you see what happens in people's life, and you hope it doesn't have to come to that. Yeah. Well, I
1: tell people that in my speeches, I'm like, "Why are you waiting
0: to get run over to
1: be forced?" Right, which is what most people do. Most mm-hmm. people have to reach the bottom of the barrel before they cry out. That's why they start prison ministries or you know yep. different yep. things. When when you just if you if you go out there thinking that there's no consequences the life or your action and you're trying to do it your way. I mean, we all know, we all know we've yep. seen the movies. Yep. It always ends not well. <laughs> yeah. And, and let's face it.
0: There's no guarantee that you're going to make it through. That's the thing about it. And you're, you're to know it's, it's never an advantage to, to walk the line, to walk the thin line. No. Cause you, you know, you, but people it's, it's don't not
1: something you're just trying to, You know, pull, you're not going to pull the wool over over God's eyes. He created you. He knows you better than anybody, and He wants your heart. And what you're missing out on is, you know, this peace in life. You know, we're talking about peace and blessing and confidence and, you know, being prepared. And I mean, these are, it it just gives you a better life, you know, because you know. You finally got hope. Who is going to harm you for doing good? I mean, the answer is no one, ultimately, because what we're in on is bigger than that. But in the short term, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna be tortured, yeah. you're gonna suffer. But it's there's a peace that knowing that God's in control and that He loves us that carries us through. Yeah, no doubt about
0: it. All right, well, we're out of time. We'll um, we'll finish this up uh, in the next podcast. We do have a little bit of overtime, so we'll. Uh, discuss this uh, a little bit more on the other side. If you want to follow us over blaze slash unashamed. If you want to sign up for our overtime as well as everything else that uh, blaze has to offer. Thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes and for even more content that you won't get anywhere else. Subscribe to Blaze TV at com slash unashamed.